Hello, and welcome back to Deep and Wide Podcast. I am Pat Walter, and I will be your host in this conversation. This week, we are going to cover a topic about what is success in the kingdom, in ministry, life, whatever it is. What does God say about success? So uh, before we jump in, again, you can follow us at Deep, the letter N, Wide Podcast on Instagram, or you can check out my personal one, Pastor underscore PW. Uh, we also have ResoluteMinistries.org if you want to go check out one of the ministries that supports us and what we do. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. We're not going to do any sponsorships for a little while. And I just kind of want to dive right in and talk about success. Um, you know, I think for most people, especially guys, I can never, I can't talk about what it is uh, like to be um, a woman because I've never been one. But I know for most of us men, uh, we this is something we think about, you know, especially in ministry, business, other things, it's kind of just something that's that's rooted in us. So, am I a success, and what does it look like? Um, and we even see it in uh, ministry. So, one of the things that I, I've said a few times, whether this podcast or just in conversations over the years, is um, one of the things I I struggle with with uh, or organized church. And I go to a, a, a church just so it's not like I'm bashing the church. But one of the things is um, how we measure success. You know, uh, the the church has become very much kind of like a corporate institution, right? Um, we, we treat it like a business organizationally. Um, we, we run staffs and, and marketing campaigns like um, businesses. We uh, dress like businesses and suits and, and, and we get dressed up. Or, you know, depending on if you're a cool church, then you got to be totally hipster or, or whatever it is. But in many ways, we function that way. And so, you know, we in in order to see how we're doing or if we're doing well, we kind of look out and see, you know, what what is it that we've built. So, I call it the three B's of measurement, right? So, building budgets and butts. That's kind of how we measure if our church ministry, whatever, is doing well. Are our uh, their butts in the seats? Are we growing numerically? Um, is our budget growing? Do we have you know, whether it's a building fund or a growing fund or whatever it is, um, are, are we healthy financially? And then, you know, um, the last one is the building, right? You know, um, I'll never forget one time I, I was invited to a, a church when I first moved to Vegas. I didn't really have a home church or anything, and we were kind of planting a house church. And uh, I was like, oh, man, tell me about your church. And and this lady, God bless her, very sweet, but all, all she told me about was the building. Oh, you should see our building. It's beautiful. It's new. We got great seats. They're super comfortable. Um, you know, and then she goes on about the coffee bar and our pastor's really funny. And like that was her description of church. Um, none of those are bad things, but when I look at scripture, none of those are the measurement um, for a healthy church congregation body either. And again, I'm not knocking it. I, I would much rather sit in a comfy seat than, you know, a hard plastic seat. But but the question is, would you still be willing to sit in the uncomfortable seat to hear the word of God, to grow, etc.? So that's, that's how we kind of measure, you know, success in ministry and churches. Um, one of the other ways we do it in, you know, life is kind of like, you know, what kind of uh, car do we drive or what how big is our house and how many square footage and how many spare bathrooms do I need I guess 
Um, and, and we look at usually financial things. It could be a clothing thing. It could be how many Instagram followers you have. Um, you know, and I'm over here promoting my Instagram mostly cause I don't have any followers, <laughs> uh, but uh, really we're just trying to get the word about the podcast and, and what I think that, uh, the Lord has to say to the church in many things. Um, and, and so we look at success that way. Sometimes we can look at it relationally. You know, how many friends do I have? Am I socially or, you know, important or important to the communities around me? Um, we, we all can measure success differently. And then even in work, you know, am I making enough money? Am, uh, is my boss happy? Are my coworkers like me? And, and, and again, there, there's so many different ways we can measure whether our life is successful um, does it have meaning? Does it matter? But the question that I want to pose and we're going to kind of wrestle with for just a little bit is what what does God say about success? And it's really not even just the word success. I think I just use that word because it's a word I think about. And uh, a pastor friend um, in town before he retired asked me a question. He said, Pat, are you a success? Actually, he started by asking if our event was a success, and I didn't know how to answer that. And then he asked me the question, are you a success? And, uh, man, that that really stumped me. I, I had no idea how to answer it. Um, you know, and I was like, well, I guess I do, do you mean at my work at Casa de Luz? Do you mean that that's a success? And I'm kind of going this, like, do you, like, my, my marriage, my life? Like, I don't know. Like, it, it kind of sent me in a little bit of a tailspin of just kind of like, I have no idea what that even means. And and we had a great conversation. And in some ways, you know, questions like this are birthed out of it. And, and then I talked to, to young guys, young people, other pastors, other leaders, and we kind of come back to like, you know, meaning, purpose, and success. Like, it does my life matter, I guess. And um, man, it, it's crazy because there's so many ways we can measure it. But if you look at scripture, the, the one that always comes to my mind every time that I think about it is in the book of Matthew chapter 25. Uh, most people kind of have heard this verse before. It's a parable that Jesus is teaching um, about stewardship, and, and that's usually how it's used. But in verse 23, he says, His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And so, um, you know, we've talked about stewardship and servanthood many times through the scripture. But the thing that he says twice that I catch and he says, good and faithful servant. And then it says, you have been faithful with little. And then you think about it in just the way God is and his nature and his character. Um, success in the kingdom of God is faithfulness. Right. I mean, you can argue if you really want to different things that God measures success, how much works you've done. But again, salvation is by works, but you can do works and maybe, you know, earn different crowns in the kingdom. And those are all um, a different kind of uh, theological debate right now. But if but if he says, well done, they good and faithful servant. And then you look at the Hebrews chapter 11, where he talks about the hall of faith. And he's talking about, hey, these guys and gals have shown um, exercises of faith or lives of faith. Like I, I think about Abraham and Isaac quite a bit. And Abraham, basically, God said, walk north. Go to a land I'm going to show you. He didn't say, hey, go to Canaan yet. He didn't say, hey, go to this, you know, uh, I'm going to give you a GPS and uh, you'll get there in X amount of days. He just said, hey, go to a land I'm going to show you and just walk north 
And that's pretty much what he did. He just started walking north. And that walk of faith was is faithfulness, right? Every day he had to wake up and be like, I don't know where I'm going, but he told me to go this way and walk by faith, right? And, and if you look at Romans chapter 4, our small group is in that chapter right now. Um, it said, Abraham, it was credited to him righteousness because of his faith or his faithfulness. And Abraham was faithful to God. He, he wasn't perfect. He lied. He had issues, right? But he was faithful to God. And if you if you look at the life of David, David by far wasn't perfect. David, David you know, was a murderer, uh, an adulterer, and then he was, a, he was really a bad father as well. But here's the truth. He was faithful to God in terms of like his devotion to him. And that was a credit to him as, as righteous. Now, I mean, we talk about David to this day. And then you look at Isaac. Isaac, to me, is like one of my favorite Bible characters lately, because God keeps speaking to me through Isaac of like, what did Isaac do? I'm going to pause. What did Isaac do? Nothing. Nothing, really. Like, I mean, you, you, you look at Hebrews 11. It mentions, you know, he blessed his sons by faith. You know, he basically blessed them um, believing that God was going to respond to his blessing. He ran away from, uh, I'm sorry, that was Jacob. Uh, Isaac basically was just the son of Abraham who didn't do anything major, but he was faithful to, to the covenant of God. He was just a faithful dude. He didn't have a large Instagram following probably. He probably didn't have a highlight reel of Instagram moments, not like the Apostle Paul um, or even his dad, Abraham, or even, you know, uh, his son, Jacob. Like, there, there wasn't this highlight reel of Isaac's life, but he's in the hall of faith, and he's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? Because he was found faithful in the eyes of God. And so here's, here's again, that, that faith challenge. Is all of your doing in ministry and life isn't bad, but it doesn't make you a success. What makes us a success in the kingdom and in the eyes of the Father is are we faithful to him and to his commands? And by commands, I'm not talking about attendance or things like that, but let me give you a good example. I think for me, am I faithful to my wife? Am I a faithful husband? Am I a faithful father? Um, am I faithful to the command to love one another, even in the midst of election season, in the midst of disagreement, in the midst of theological um, arguments? Am I loving my brother and my sister? Am I loving God with all of my heart, my soul, my mind, and my strength? Um, am I making disciples? If I am faithful with the things that he's called me to be faithful to. And again, I'm not I'm not talking about outreaches or evangelism or like all these things. I'm just saying, am I just faithful with the things that he's given me to do? Am I faithful at work? That doesn't mean I'm the best worker or the worst worker or make the most money or the least money. Am I just faithful? Am I faithful with what I've been given? And this is when he says, look, he's going to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So I want to encourage some of you and to say, hey, listen, if you're faithful, you're a success. You don't have to work for success in the kingdom. You just have to be faithful. Like I said, as Isaac as my example, Isaac woke up, lived a life that we know very little about, and went to bed. But he was faithful to God, to his family, to his calling, faithful. That's the call, to be faithful 
where you're at. Some of you just need to examine your heart and say, hey, am I achieving? Is my achieving? Is my going? Is is all of these things? Is it? Are they heart issues? Are there things that God needs to work out in my heart? Because I feel like I have to go and do and be in order to receive something. And that's, that's not the nature of God, right? Um, it's by grace that we have salvation, but it's also by grace that we are. Like in, in what is it, John 15, Jesus is giving a, a, a talk and he says, hey, apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, I'm the vine, you're the branches. He who abides in me and I in him will bear much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Listen, the, the abiding is the faithfulness and the faithfulness is success. And God is the one who makes anything of us. That's something we have to remind ourselves often. I have to remind myself of. I am not making uh, myself great. I really can't do anything apart from the gifts that God has given me and the grace that he's given me and the the Holy Spirit that he's given me. God has to receive the glory because apart from him, I can do nothing for and in his kingdom. But we, I think we forget that pastors, ministers, leaders, you know, and everybody in between is we think somehow we are, and then you fill in the blank, but the truth and the fact of the matter is, is apart from the grace of God, I am not going to be good in my my work. Apart from the grace of God, I, I'm really not going to be a great husband or even a good husband, right? Apart from the, the gifts that he's given me, I, I don't really have any talents, but I have the gifts that he's given me by his grace according to the book of Romans, right? So we have to understand, hey, I'm not going to achieve and do, and God's going to do in me Whatever he wants to do, as long as I have a surrendered, humble heart, he will do what he's going to do. And so that if I walk in that way, then I am a success. So uh, I, I hope that encourages some of you. I hope it uh, may, maybe even challenges some of you to not be so works-oriented, whether it's works towards salvation or works towards earning something. But uh, just dwelling on the grace of God and being a faithful son or daughter, that that's going to what, what God's going to do in our lives. So uh, that's this week's episode. I'm going to try to put another one out here soon. Um, again, I appreciate all of the support. I have recently switched over from Anchor over to um, Buzzsprout. So I, I have a different website. It's deep, the letter ny.buzzsprout.com if you want to go directly to there. Uh, and there's even a link if you guys want to contribute and help. Um, n- any money that comes into this goes is going to go directly back towards the podcast and, you know, equipment. I'm, I'm sitting in a closet here. Um, sweating to death, trying to record on 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 my mic. So, um, yeah, it just helps support anything that we're doing here. You know, if you like it, and uh, if you do me a favor, if you do like it, if this is an encouraging episode or there's another one that you like, um, we got some some kind of popular ones out there like morality's overweighted, overrated, uh, cancel cancel culture. Just share it with a friend. Just shoot them a text, whatever platform you're on, um, or or post it to socials. I'd appreciate it. And uh, for every person who does listen, I, I'm thankful for you. I love you and God bless you.